0: Welcome to the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast with Marcus Pierce and Brett Hill, real people sharing how they broke through. Welcome to the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast, a podcast featuring inspiring stories from our tribe here at the Wellness Couch Podcast Network. Marcus Pierce here with you, Director and CEO at The Wellness Couch. And as I will on every edition of this podcast, it gives me great pleasure to say hello to my Wellness Couch teammate, co director, and co founder of The Couch. It's the great Dr. Brett Hill. Hello, Bretto.
1: Hello, Marcus. Welcome
0: back. It is great to be on our brand new podcast. Absolutely loving it. Our guest today on the podcast is a woman we hold very dear to our hearts here at The Couch. When we first met Tracy Kine, it was at a wellness summit back in 2014. She weighed over 90 kilos. She was struggling to juggle the demands of everyday life, work, family, marriage, social life, kids, and so on. In short, she was overwhelmed, overweight, and over it. Fast forward a short five years, and Tracy has ditched the weight. She's found clarity and purpose in her career, and she lives an incredibly Rich family and personal life. To fill in the gaps and share with us exactly how she made her multiple wellness breakthroughs, it is a very warm welcome to Tracy Kine. Thanks for joining us, Tracy.
2: Hi there, Marcus and Brett. How are you, both?
0: Very well. Great,
1: thanks, Tracy. Great to have Excellent. you on board. Now, Tracy, we feel like we know you so well nowadays, and we know yeah. the, the particularly know the new Tracy, um, but yeah. many other people listening won't know the new Tracy or perhaps the old Tracy. So let's start really? from the start. And- Tell us a little bit about yourself before you started on this journey. Who were you? What was your life like? What were you experiencing?
2: Well, I was a mum to four children. I still am a mum to four children and and a number of fur babies. So um, that's top of the list. And, of course, a wife um, and a very happy wife. Um, But prior to 2014, um, I was very active um, up until an accident, I had water skiing. So we would water ski probably for eight months of the year. And anyone that water skis knows that you use every single muscle in your body. So to do that for eight months of the year, that kept me quite fit. But um, yeah, I suffered a bit of a, a water ski accident, which fractured my neck and lower back. Um, that took a bit of surgery, probably quite a lot of surgery. Putting it lightly on, I might
0: add, a bit off.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, which then meant that I was not backwater skiing and I guess anyone that's passionate about a sport or something in their life that they do on a regular basis, it took every bit of me to get up out of bed in the morning. Um, I had no passion to go and do whatever it is I wanted to do because that was what I did, that's who I was and that's what I enjoyed doing. So from there, um, probably a size 10 at that point, fitted into my nice tight wetsuit. Um, I started piling on the kilos. I did not feel like exercising at all, although the surgery was very successful. Um, but not successful enough to want to or be able to go back into the water and water ski again. So that um, that's where I got to, um, north of 90 kilos, Um, and then I found you guys. And that certainly changed my life. Um, And over a course of five years, I learned so many wonderful tools which were provided by yourselves and of course, some, um, you know, the amazing people that you have working with you um, to get my life back on track. I'm not necessarily back in the water, but I certainly have found new passions, new purposes, and um, I'm very thankful for having met you two guys.
0: Oh, well, I don't think it's us. So, well, it's not just us, but that's very kind <laughs> of you to, to say that, Tracy. There's so much in there, and I actually, you know, hand on heart, didn't know how active you were. Um, Mm. on the water skis before you had your accident. I knew you had an accident water skiing. I knew you broke your neck. I knew you had the surgery. But I didn't know how much uh, water skiing. I didn't know it was it was an eight month a year. Um, uh, I don't want to say mm. hobby because I know you wouldn't find it a hobby. A passion um, <laughs> that you did yes. is more than a hobby. So it, I'm writing down as you as you talk about this that really it was a part of your identity. Um, it's like I am it a was, mum, I am a right. wife, but I am a water skier. Um, is a, yes. it's a really big part, and I, I feel like identity is often a big part of the health and wellness kind of landscape that doesn't get spoken about enough. I know that when, you know, Sarah and I were raging vegans, that was a part of our identity. It's like I am a mm. vegan. It yeah. was, it's like and that's and a lot of people in health and wellness associate a diet to their identity. You had a really strong uh, movement uh, being water skiing. What type of um, – it's interesting that people find the wellness couch, uh, I don't want to say out of desperation but out of challenge when something challenging happens. Um, you clearly had an inner mm. drive to – Improve and get better or or find your new identity. Like you said, you're not water skiing um, as much at the moment. So where where did that come from within the Wellness Couch? Was it podcasts? Was it attending events? Were there certain shows or certain hosts that you listened to that really began to either help you form a new identity or mature the one that you had?
2: Um, I think to to begin with, I found this wellness summit, had no idea what a wellness summit was. um, But I believed after reading a little bit that it was a gathering of people to share knowledge and share experiences. And I thought I would benefit from that. From that summit, I certainly did then begin to look at your podcasts and, and relate to those and try and pick bits out of Because not everything relates to everybody, but pick bits out that related to me um, and to my family and my lifestyle that I would benefit from. And that's where I built my new identity um, from, definitely.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting you talk about identity here because, you know, I find that when people come to our events, you know, very often, as you mentioned, they come looking for tools. You know, you said that you've discovered lots of tools along the way. and one of the things we find is that people do come to our events looking for tools, um, but often yeah. the changes that need to make, they need to make, and the things that need to shift are more around their identity and their beliefs. You know, the things that drive their usage of those tools. Uh, I find is often a, a more impactful and an more important part of it. Now, did you find that? Like, what did you come looking for originally, and then what did you find that was perhaps different or perhaps even bigger than what you intended to find?
2: That's a really good question because I think I went to a wellness summit thinking, I'm overweight. I need to get well. And that's what I thought that was about. But it's certainly way more than that. Um, And we have worked through this through endless summits I've been through now and breakthroughs, etc., whereby not... Everything works for everybody and that's where we need to work out for ourselves where we are in our journey right now um, and what's going to work for me because what's right for me right now is not what was right 12 months ago or what will, will be what, uh, right in, in 12 months' time. But it's working with people such as yourselves that give us the tools to identify what we need to do right now in our life. And that's certainly what I got from numerous events I've been to now um, that has given me that information, I suppose. And, And it's up to me then to work with... What I believe is right for me, because I don't have you guys on the phone every week. I don't have. Oh, you I bug you pretty me, often. I call yeah, you pretty you regularly. regularly. <laughs> <laughs> you do, um, but you know, you know what I mean. It's not. Well, okay, Tracy, what did you eat last week to lose thirty kilos? It, it's not about that. It's not. Okay, Tracy, you're going to Canada and you're going to hike mountains. Brett, you haven't rung me and said, you know, are you doing this barefoot or have you got this, you know good shoes on? No one's doing that. That's up to me to decide whether
0: this is the right thing for me or not. So, okay. Um, am I here? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I just didn't know if I was on mute. So on this, you talk about you're, you've been to four, as we record this, you've been to I think four summits, two or three breakthroughs. Yep. You're about to join us yep. as we record this um, for the fifth, your fifth summit, 2019 summit. Yes. So you are, for, like in my ideal world, you are the prototype for someone that recognises that, recognizes that one wellness summit or one wellness breakthrough or one, po- one podcast doesn't mean that it's done. You seem to, We talk about this at the wellness breakthrough a lot is is um, that discovery of layers that we uncover one layer, yeah. we peel a layer off the onion, we kind of deal yeah. with that. As you just said, what do I need help with right now? But we have so many people go, oh, I've been to the wellness summit almost like dot, dot, dot so I don't need to come back. And I go, but did, do you recognize that we all have more layers to our growth? There are so many things that we we can't acknowledge at at that time because there are other things which are on layers in front of it. So can you take us through that because even – and you don't have to go through the details of the recent wellness breakthrough. It was a very private experience. I wouldn't ask you of that. But can you talk in generic terms of how you have found your own personal growth dealing with, the same Wellness Couch tribe, you know, many similar speakers, many similar people, but how you've peeled back those layers and had the courage to peel back layers over the last five years.
2: Well, it's incredible you say that um, the first breakthrough I went to, obviously I went there thinking that I was there for a certain particular reason but came away from it knowing that there was so much more to myself than what I was thinking even. Um, Look, I'll be quite honest and say that I wasn't happy in the job I was in, so I'm gonna go along to a breakthrough and they're gonna magically um, tell me how I'm gonna find a new job or how I'm going to like this job more. Um, That's definitely not what I walked away with. Although having said that, I was given the tools to work through that myself. But it's like anything you look or read or watch, um, you only take in a certain percentage. They say that if you take in 20% of what you're reading or learning on a day, that's a good day. Um, It's the same with any summit or breakthrough. If you come away with a 20% focus on one particular area, that certainly flows onto other areas of your life. I certainly know that by having worked on one particular area it has benefited other areas of my life and that being my work that being the relationship with my children and my husband which is wonderful although we still have um things that we continue to work through um but also my health and my weight and Um, my relationship with other people, my relationship with my friends and what's important to me in my life. You said about peeling off layers and going to one summit or one breakthrough. We need to continually work on ourselves to be the best we can possibly be. Um, it's It's like a marathon, I suppose. You don't just go to one training session and hope to be able to run a marathon. If we look at our life as a marathon, we need to continually train for that. And that's continually work on who we are and our identities and what we are to ourselves and what we are to other people because we are all those things.
1: Yeah, it's such a great point, Tracy, because I think what changes when you go to events like this, as you said, it's not necessarily your ability to answer a question. You know, it, it's not about answering a question or a problem you've got in your life. It, it's the ability to be able to figure your way through, you know. And so what, what's changing is not necessarily your ability to deal with a problem, but the beliefs you have, the identity you have, the filters through which you choose the world that enable you to make, I guess, more informed or more congruent decisions about a whole raft of different areas in your life. So the thing I'm curious on with you is then what, how, how do you feel like that changed? I'd, I'd love to know what changed in terms of your thought process of how you go about dealing with challenges when they come up in your life um, and, and what sort of tools and strategies and shifts you had in terms of how you go about doing that.
2: Okay. So – trying to remember, and I'm not possibly going to be able to remember everything that's happened in our um, summits and breakthroughs, etc. But I love Marcus's energy. And I took a lot away from Marcus and his energy towards um, his aspects of his life and how he dealt with um, certain instances within his life. Kim Morrison has taught me to love myself and love everything about myself, even the not-so-good things. Um, that makes me who I am. Um, Karen certainly taught me that, you know, bad things happen to good people. And it's how we look at those things and say, you know, well, ha- how do I look at this? Do I become a victim? Do I label myself as the fat girl in the corner? Or do I do something about that? Having said that, there are some beautiful um, very attractive big people and that's who they are yep. and she should, should be commended for that. One of my best friends is a big girl and she is just stunning. I love her to bits. I couldn't imagine her my size now. I don't want to imagine her my size. Um, and Brett, yourself and the conversations I've had with you in regards to um, working hard at being the person I want to be not what everybody else expects of me, but who I want to be and how uh, it, we had a really good conversation at the first breakthrough that I attended in regards to my journey and my um, wellness journey in regards to what I eat, how I eat, et cetera. And I'll never forget that either. And I took that on board and learned a lot from that. So there's so many, look, even Damien um, has great, um ideas I suppose you'd call them on um eating and how to eat and what to eat and but again um what what is right for him may not be necessarily right for me it's about how I take all that information from each one of you and make it mine
0: I would love to know uh just dig a bit deeper on this every uh fame has a price tracy and um your success <laughs> may have come at a cost I'd like to just Dig and see if there's any controversy in here. You told a story at the Wellness Summit last year that um, since you've been on this adventure, you've lost, I think it was 28 kilos, which was a bit funny because we were talking yeah. about Kim and 28 um, essentials. Yeah, I'm up to and...
2: 32 now. So okay, so you're in the 60s. Six... You're in the 50s. Yeah. 50...
0: Does, that, does that make you in the 50s? Anyway, 60. it doesn't matter. So that's yeah, phenomenal, right? Yeah. And like you said, it's not about that's good or bad because we've all got friends that are just way better at yeah. a, in a bigger body. That's, it's more about you yeah. did something that you wanted to do and you've stuck yep. at it and you've held firm. But look, peer group is an incredible thing. It is so powerful, um, on the plus mm-hmm. and the negative side. How has your wellness success, for want of a better term, impacted your peer group? And have there been any haters or doubters or have you had any, uh, cheeky comments from people that might be slightly uncomfortable with the commitment that you've made yeah, to yourself?
2: Definitely. definitely. Um, one of the big things is that I've been sick and um, you can't possibly have lost that weight um, without being sick.
0: Oh, um, yeah, you've got cancer. We used to get cancer yeah, when Sarah and exactly. I were vegan and we, yeah. and we were slimming down. Yeah. You guys got cancer. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah, that's a big exactly. step.
2: And to have it together at the same time, that's
0: That's really sad. What's the
2: chances? (laughs) Um, Sure, I've had that. Look, my close friends and the people that I enjoy spending my time with have certainly been the most supportive. Um, The cost to me certainly far outweighs the benefits because I was knocking on the door of um, medication for diabetes my doctor has now told me that I'm in remission. Um, they don't say that you're ever cured from diabetes, but I don't need any continual care for that any longer. So I am now in remission for diabetes. Um, I had been on blood pressure medication for a long period of time. I'm now off all medication. I take a multivitamin every day and that's all I do. Um, wow. So that's... That Far outweighs any negative impact from any community member, and I really don't care what other people think. I am doing this for me and my family. I'm going to be around for a lot longer than I would have been if i if I had not done this for myself.
1: So good, I love it, Tracy. You're, you're such a gun. You've just made so many leaps and bounds and changes. I'm so proud of you and. Um, yeah. I want to talk to another aspect of this journey, and that is that, you know, I find often when people go on a journey like this, often when they first start, they'll, you know, for the one of a better word, find themselves a guru. And so, um, so you know, we certainly would never use this term about any of ourselves at the couch, but you'd obviously found some people who were mentors for you. And, and you're saying, you know, I got this from Marcus, I got this from Kim, I got this from Karen. And I find that often in the early stages of that journey, you can almost find yourself Thinking, well, what would Damien think? what would Karen think? what would Kim think, and, and yeah. having that have a massive influence on your decision and the decisions you make and and I think in some ways in the early part of your journey that 's a really good thing and a really healthy thing, um, but then yeah. along the way, at some stage, you have to then discover your own voice and your own flavor and your own niche as well, and I think that's yeah. a really important part of that journey and, and i think you've you've been on this and done this journey so I'd love to know for you how that transition went from that, um, you know, idolizing a guru towards really having that self-responsibility and and control and, as you said, making it yours.
2: Well, I think that you get to a point where you say, is this the right thing for me? Does it gel with my values? So is this really important? So um, what uh, I'm not sure of an example that I can give you for that, but... I just think you get to a point where, okay, I don't have Marcus on the phone 24-7 telling me I'm doing a good job. I need to sit back at the end of the day and say, was I happy with that? Was there anything I could have done differently that would have been a different outcome? Did I learn from any mistakes that I might have made today? Because, I mean, we all make mistakes. It's it's just whether we learn from that. Um, What could I do differently? And not to beat yourself up when when something doesn't go to plan because, you know, sometimes life's, life's crap sometimes. But how do we learn from that and how do we move on from that? Um, that's probably been my biggest um, learning curve. I think in the past I would have sat there and gone, poor me, you know, this is just my life. Well, no, it's not my life because my life is what I want to make it. So it's about looking at what you want, having that prize at the end and saying, well, okay, this is what I'm looking to do. And how am I going to do that? Whether it involves podcasts and summits, which my, my journey did. Um, but for other people, it may be that I need to do a course in something or I may, I may need to, you know, run 20 kilometers a day, whatever it is for each of us we need to work out how we're going to do that. Now, for me, I surrounded myself with positive people. If I had a bad day, I would ring someone and talk to them about that. Um, but then their mentoring, and even that's, if that's a girlfriend or my husband or one of my kids, their mentoring um, allowed me the next time that happened to do that for myself. So I feel really strong now. I feel like I'm in a really good position Work-wise, um, health-wise, family, um, I, I feel strong. I feel healthy. Um, I, I know you have seen my photos on Facebook in regards to my trip overseas recently. Um, I have never felt so good being away on holidays and knowing that if I wanted to do something, I'll just get up and do it. Um, but that, that has been a five-year plan.
0: And you've stuck it to it asked me.
2: Yeah, exactly. Even after the breakthrough that we the last breakthrough we had where we walked up that Kokoda uh, Memorial Track, um, I I started that thinking I'm not going to be able to do this. This will be too hard. Even though I was 28 kilos lighter. I did not have that belief in myself. And it's amazing I got to the top of that track with Marcus standing beside me. He didn't realize that he was there at that moment for any other reason than he was looking for somebody else. But I knew at that, that moment that I'd actually achieved something and I've not gone backwards from that. So that breakthrough, certainly there was other moments that um, were very important to me, but that, that moment there where I got to that top with Marcus standing beside me, I knew then that if I put my mind to something, I'm I'm going to be able to do that.
0: And, Bretto, I find this interesting like at every wellness breakthrough event and people might be listening to this podcast going, what are they talking about? If you uh, this, if this is all new to you, just head on over to com to uh, get an idea of the event we're talking about. But, Bretto, we do a different really, for want of a better term, a physical metaphor Each year, and often when we show the highlights from this video, people see, uh, people walking up those 1000 steps and some people running down the path. And we're constantly telling people this is not a running retreat. It's just that some people uh, are running, but it's interesting, isn't it, folks, how much a physical metaphor or physical activity can be a really good metaphor for the rest of your life. Um, And it's not something that you can put in your journal or that you can necessarily sit and meditate on or or ponder. There's something about when you break through something physically that it has a shift on you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually.
2: Mm. If you'd asked me back when I was water skiing, we're going to walk up this hill, I would have been one of those people that would have skipped up it. Um, But... I think after having had my accident and my surgery, it was the point, well, I can't do that anymore. So I can't do anything else.
0: Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think and, and listening to you talk, it's um. You know, Kim Morrison at this year's breakthrough spoke a lot about living above the line and below the line, and I think she's going to cover mm. that at the wellness summit this year. But you said in your answer that you know you used to really talk to yourself as a victim, and now you really talk to yourself mm. as a co-creator. It's my life. It's not this has been done to me. Um, this has been okay. done by me, um, and that's mm. a completely different. Philosophy. What about what about next? Like, I'm always, you know, curious about, um, you know, what the future holds. Growth is not finite. You know, there is no destination where we go. I've done it. Um, what are the gaps or the voids or the improvements that you're looking to make in your own life right now, Tracy?
2: Well, uh, the wellness summit is coming up in a couple of weeks, so I'm really looking forward to getting there and. Picking pieces out of the summit that will assist in my next um, growth session. Um, For me, um, I know now that if I choose to do something, um, I will do it. Um, I may not achieve it in the first instance, but I certainly will do it. Um, I have learned that if something interests me, I'm not too old to um, explore my interests further and that has meant that I've signed up to a course, uh, uh, you're going to laugh at this, but sign up to a course in forensic science, so I'm doing that at the moment That is yeah, I know Um, and the kids of course look at me if I'm continually studying well then, it's okay to do that, if there's something that interests you pursue it Um, learn more about it, so I'm doing that Um, what else am I going to do? I'm just going to love my life (laughs)
1: that is beautiful yeah. tracy i'm curious about your mindset around coming back to the summit because uh because i can you it was the first thing you mentioned then is well the summit's coming up and i get to come back to the summit right. so and yeah. i know that for some people they think of events like that and their thought process is around that being perhaps a little bit uncertain um perhaps they're not sure what might get uncovered they're not, not sure what might come up and they're not sure whether they want to put themselves into that space or that environment but but you're clearly relishing the idea now that you can put yourself into that environment and discover something new about yourself. Possibly, you know, have a new challenge. Possibly, uh, discover something you need to work on. And, and you're relishing that idea. So I'd I'd love you to talk about your mindset now around coming back to an event like this um, and why that's important for you to put yourself in that environment where you have an opportunity to change and grow.
2: Um, I would also say that over the last couple of breakthroughs and summits, and both you, Brett, and Marcus are aware of certain breakthroughs I have had on a personal level um, that have not been uh, pleasant. Um, They've certainly been very emotional and very hard to deal with, but I cannot imagine going through my life and not being able to work through instances like that I'm very. um, I'm happy to mention because it would be very cryptic for people listening to this that my brother committed suicide, um, and having worked through that um, on a personal level at the breakthrough and through summits, that um, that's something that I needed to do. Um, But on a health um, focus, I we can continue to work on our health every single minute of every single day, Um, but we can't do that on our own. I'm no health specialist, I need assistance and I need people like yourselves to work through that with me. Now even though Marcus may not be a health expert, he's certainly an expert on guiding people to get to where they need to be to find that out themselves. So it is a difficult question Um, or hard to answer but for me going to a summit is like okay what am I going to work on next how can I um, improve on baby steps that I've currently made and a weight loss journey certainly not from um, 95 kilos to 63 kilos that my journey will continue forever this, uh, I've had before in the past where I've lost weight and then I've put it back on. So my journey will continue forever. So the summit helps me with um, tools and mindset um, to continue on that particular part of my life, but also um, on the positive impacts of my life, the changes that I've made in the way that I deal with other people, um, how I accept. Positive comments now. Um, I would have thought someone was just um, being silly, I suppose, if I was paid a, co- a compliment. Whereas now I take that on board and think, okay, that's fantastic. What a nice thing to say. Um, it, yeah, the summits are something that um, I will continue to go to every year that I possibly can. Um, and I would encourage other people to do the same thing for whatever journey there on, um, I'm certainly, I'm one of, I'm, I I'm feel, feel successful in that I'm in a happy place everywhere at the moment but that changes and like I said, through every marriage you need to continually work on it, through every marathon you need to continue training, the summits are my training sessions um, and I go away from them and I work for that year. And then I go to a summit and that's my training session. So I take them on board as being, right, what am I going to get out of this? And, and every year is a different surprise.
0: Oh, that is a wonderful answer. There is so much wisdom in all of this. We are going to wrap it up, Tracy, with some rapid-fire questions. We're putting you on the spot, four short questions. <laughs> Brett and I will alternate and then we'll give this a wrap. Okay. Here we go. You're going to hate this because <laughs> some now. of them are curly. Uh, question one, the podcast you could not yep. live without.
2: Well, you boys, of course.
0: Well, that does—that's not the answer, because that's that's, <laughs> a, that's a whole network of podcasts. The one podcast you couldn't live without. Go on, you've got oh, to play favourites here, Marcus. You're doing the ironing, hanging it's the like clothes a, out. Like, you're going for a walk. What are you listening it's to? It's like
2: picking a um a favourite child, child. Really,
0: yep. we're asking you to pick your favourite child. Which podcast
2: could you not? Oh, live no, I'm not oh. no, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. You guys you guys, look, since day one, um, even with Damien, I mean, you make me laugh. That's the thing. And they could be they could be anything.
0: All right, Bretto, go for it. She's (laughs) giving me nothing. (laughs) Bretto? Oh, hold on, he can't find it. All right, question number two. Here we go. Wellness summit or wellness breakthrough?
2: Yes. Oh my God. I know. These are really tough questions. I um, oh goodness. Come on. Um Oh God. <laughs> it wasn't I meant was to be this hard. Center. Go on. Go on, that's, just say, it, no, give it an answer. No, no, no. Well, I must admit, on a personal level, the breakthrough certainly got to me deeper than the summits.
0: It's more intimate. But There's forty eight people there versus yes, six hundred. Exactly.
2: Yep. That's exactly right. Yep. All
0: right. Favourite bank. <laughs> okay, oh, that's an Go easy on. one.
2: Um that would be the Bendigo Bank. Because Tracy is like over two hundred million dollars to local communities. I mean no other bank does that. Come on everybody, get on board.
0: Well done. Tracy is the number one <laughs> at the Bendigo Bank. And uh, not sure if Brett can see this, so I'll just round it off here. Your favorite meal?
2: My favorite meal. Um anything Italian in Italy.
0: Good call. Yep, yeah, I would agree with that yeah. 100%. Tracy Kine, <laughs> you have been a joy to have on the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast. Thank you so much for thanks giving you us your Arthur. time, your thanks honesty, Brett. your inspiration. You are a remarkable human being. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Bretto, thanks, thanks Brett.
2: And I can't wait to see you both in a couple of weeks.
0: Yes, can cannot wait to be back in um, Melbourne. Brett, thanks for your time as always on the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast. Pleasure, mate. And to you, our loyal listeners, make sure you keep in touch with this podcast. Give it a five-star rating when you're in the iTunes store. But more importantly, show your friends and family how to listen to podcasts. You'll open up a whole new world for them. There are over 2,500 of them sitting over at thewellnesscouch.com, 100% free for life. Um, and we look forward to seeing you at our events, the Wellness Summit, as we said, coming up August 17, 18 in Melbourne. And check out thewellnessbreakthrough.com for our next Wellness Breakthrough. Thanks again for your company. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Wellness Breakthrough. The 2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. I love being at these events. They're always such a great, positive environment. and It's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people, actually. I've been to every summit and I've been to every one and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring.
1: It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired.
0: And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself and giving myself that um, opportunity to to learn. There's so much going on in life and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. This always reminds you to get back on track and and, um, to focus on the things that are important and holistic health.
1: Just do it, yeah, just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's uh, It could be life-changing, yeah.
0: I would say it's awesome and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about and enjoy it. It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com.